Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This episode is sponsored by Usual Wines, wines for the modern drinker. Oh, listeners, we have an episode for you. There are so many noises happening in my immediate surroundings <laughs> at this moment as we record. You might hear all of them. But one thing I hope that you definitely hear is shouting out the names of the newest members of our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We love them. We appreciate them. We have a new vassal head, and they're probably going to be into what we talk about in this week's movie. Mm-hmm. So, such a good vessel in this movie. We've got mm-hmm. some vessels. Um, so welcome, Davy Parks. We love you. We appreciate you. And we hope you enjoy the vessel conversation. So you're going to hear. <laughs> Hell yeah. This one's for you, Davy. <laughs> this one's for you, Davy. Um, we also have some new members of Tony fucking Collette's inner circle this week. We are so excited to have them. We love them so much. Um, this week, our newest members are Trilemma, Sarah Geyer, Maud Poirier-Coron, Emily Horn, Cole McKee, Danny Wynn, and Matt. We love you guys. We love you guys. And there is one more person that we love so goddamn much, and that is someone who uh, dipped their toe in the waters of, you know, the, the, the vessel level, or maybe they were fighting for actors' rights. I'm not positive, but either way, they upgraded to new heights, and that is Eric Klingman. We are so happy to continue to have you in our sweet, sweet Patreon family. <laughs> in the family, yeah. And it is in a the family. family. When you're here, your family. That's what we And welcome always to. Say. And when you're here, your family. We coined that. It is our phrase, when you're here, your family. And, and they, we're referring to this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and if you would like to be here and be family, <laughs> you can head to patreon.com slash podcast. And freaking join up. We would love to have you. You get two bonus episodes a month. You get some, uh, or if you're in Tony fucking Colette's inner circle, maybe some bingo cards, lots of great stuff. Go check it out. If not, we've got regular episodes for you every week. So don't even freaking worry about it. And starting with one this week, it's about sharks. So (laughs) buckle up. And here it is. This is Emily. Henley. And Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I enjoy watching scary movies, <laughs> and so I watch them so that you guys don't have to. It's a public service. We love her so much. <laughs> um, how are we? What's up with us this week? Um, well, I discovered something really fun on YouTube this week, you guys. Okay. Just need to... So someone introduced me to 
Lizzie Chi. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's an extremely popular Chinese YouTube star who's like bringing back like rural nostalgia. And it's definitely some kind of like propaganda from the government, probably. But it is unbelievable. And I highly suggest everyone go Google her immediately after this. If you haven't watched any of these videos, they're like 15 minute long asmr oh my god. Like, <laughs> unbelievable th- snippets into rural Chinese life that's so romanticized and so, like, not based in reality at all. But basically what she does is she, like, lives in this beautiful countryside with all these mountains with her grandmother. And she has a massive garden. And she just goes out into her garden and just, like harvests fruits and then makes everything out of that fruit or vegetable or whatever it is like from scratch with her like clay pots under like a wood burning stove and it's beautiful and they're like puppies in the background it's wild and I gotta tell you I'm gonna watch a video before I go to bed every night until (laughs) until I've watched all of them Wow. So Henley, you you use YouTube in a way that I do not. Same. I don't even know how to begin <laughs> discovering this on YouTube. Like where do, how does one start? I feel like you always know the famous people on YouTube and I just I don't I never do and I pr- I probably won't look into this one either. <laughs> okay, well, I'll be honest with you. That's really disappointing to hear, Sammy, because <laughs> I feel like I did a good pitch for it. So you did, you I'm did. really you, upset. It sounds lovely. Um, it does. No, I actually need to shout out Leo, who I'm sure is listening to this. He's one of our uh, most avid listeners, who's Tim's best friend. So his sister, hi Leo, hi Leo. His sister showed it to me, and I was hooked, okay. hooked immediately. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that was that's all I have to say about my week. That was like the highlight of my week for sure. That's great. Yeah. That's great. A new discovery. I will mm-hmm. check it out. I I feel bad. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> A, a pity checkout. <laughs> so sad. Um, what's going on with me? Well, I wanted to say uh, thank you to everyone for buying merch. We do have merch available. We do and have merch available. Check it out on. There's a link on our Instagram. It's very exciting. I just feel excited about it. I got a shirt, and I personally love it. <laughs> it's great. I got some socks. I'm stoked about my socks. I think I'm gonna get a mug. Mm. You can you can find all these and more. You can find all of these options. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to say thank you to Megan McGee who wrote us the freaking sweetest oh, letter yeah. that I've ever read in my whole life. <laughs> it was it really so sweet. was so nice. All of us were like in tears reading it. It was so it was nice. So very nice. nice. Yeah, we recently also got a PO box, which we we're very excited about as well. <laughs> Things are really, we're really coming up in the world here at yeah. TSDW. Um, and then I just had a very stupid thing of what something that happened to me this week, <laughs> which oh is no, that Siri. I was, is that it's so, so dumb. I was reading in my bed and I blinked for longer than normal. And I thought the power in my house went out. I literally. <laughs> That's not a thing. I literally like you jumped blinked up. for longer than normal. I think I was like maybe starting to fall asleep and I like didn't know that my eyes were closing and I thought the power was out. It's never happened to me before. And wow. I really got startled and then I just started. I could not stop laughing. It was so weird. I feel like that's something that happens to someone with like dementia or something. <laughs> 
sorry. It didn't feel normal. That's really I I'm fascinated by what your brain was doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. It's it's similar. It's similar to Emily's sleep cove moment that happened a few weeks ago when she thought when she heard it over again. When I was yeah inside of a time loop. Yeah. Something is going (laughs) on, you guys. Something's going on. And it's definitely not that we've been at home for over a year and are unwell. Um, it's something else. And it, and and that's, we just got to figure it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, nothing's up with me. What's up with me? Nothing. I really hope by the time you guys are done with yours, I would have something. All I'm going to say, I started watching The Mandalorian, finally, um, after much, much insistence by Jenna um, and Sammy, who really, you really like The Mandalorian. I do. And guess what? This is old news and i know it's not even the right name and i don't know what the name is but um baby yoda is really cute and i get it that's all i want to say i really get it i also started watching it late and i texted jenna and was like baby yoda's pretty cute huh has anybody talked about this has anyone noticed (laughs) baby yoda i understand this is like a whole thing but man what a good idea on their part and he's so small. He's so much smaller than I thought he's he would be. Literally the cutest thing in the world, and I would die for him. <laughs> he's really cute. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I get it. That's all I'm saying. So that's that's all that's up with me. Okay, well, let's get into something that's the opposite of cute, especially for Emily, which especially is this Emily. week's movie, a freaking shark movie. Our first shark movie. Our very first shark movie, which is surprising. It's been over a year, year and a half, something like that. This is episode 87. It's our first shark movie. And it is Deep Blue Sea. It came out in 1999, directed by Rennie Harlan, written by Duncan Kennedy, Donna Powers, Wayne Powers, starring Thomas Jane, Saffron Burroughs, Samuel L. Jackson, Jacqueline McKenzie, Michael Rappaport, Stellan Skarsgård, and LL Cool J. Wow, stacked oh, cast. Wow. <laughs> wow. I Yeah, I'm floored. I had no idea cast. any of those people were in this movie to be Me completely neither. honest. Me neither. This is a huge movie. It's, I mean at the around when it came out, like every, everybody saw this. Everybody saw, I of course did not and never have. Uh never will. But it's been like such a movie in my head that I'm I can picture the poster. I hate it. I'm scared of it. <laughs> this I feel like this movie was huge, right? Wasn't this movie huge? I feel like it was it was pretty big. I yeah. I I have no memory of this movie. I not really? maybe yeah. you have to really be fixated on um never wanting to look at a single image of sharks. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it's one of those weird things that just like went, I don't know. I was living under a rock. Hmm. It came out in like nineteen ninety nine, right? That's right. I was like, that's exactly right. I was not. I was not <laughs> keyed in to the sci-fi horror um, releases at that time, mm. unfortunately. Well, uh, we have a guest here with us today to talk about this fine piece of cinema. <laughs> you may recognize her name because we talked about a movie that she both wrote and starred in in a previous episode. Called Lucky, which is available on Shutter, Shutter.com, our favorite, Shutter.com. <laughs> favorite service. Um, it is Bria Grant. Thank you for being here, Bria. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. I was trying to be quiet and then my dog coughed <laughs> like a gross, wet cough. <laughs> 
So that will be in the recording on my end, just right, to let you right. know that was not me. <laughs> Blame it on the dog. And it's horrifying. It was really gross. But anyway, I was try- I was as quiet as possible, minus the dog cough. How's it going, y'all? Pretty good. We're so excited that you're here. I mean, it feels very special because we just were talking about your movie. Mm-hmm. only a mere few weeks ago and now yes. you're on our podcast and it feels like something magical has happened and you know i've been in a lot of horror movies so i feel like i've probably been in if you've done 87 episodes i bet i've been in another Ooh. one i bet that was not the first one i don't know i didn't look and see what all you had done <laughs> but Amazing. i'm sure there yeah i'm sure there's others i'm sure oh, you've yeah. seen seen my face and it, but it probably my younger face, <laughs> a more youthful me. Incredible. <laughs> um, well, so what's your relationship to to scary movies, Bria? In in general, it sounds like you've been in in quite a few. But as a personal viewer, are you a fan of horror? Yeah, like so. Besides them, like paying my rent for the first I mean, like ten years of living that in would, Los Angeles, that would make me love them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I always like love. Um, uh, like November, December, because that's when my residuals come from Ooh. the October buys. Because mm. I'm in like a Halloween, like a like a Rob Zombie Halloween movie. I'm in like mm-hmm. I'm in like some movies that I get a like good good residuals. But besides that, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I I love horror movies. I I love them. I'm a subscriber to Shutter. Same. Um, <laughs> we yeah, love we love Shutter. It's a great service. Um, I. I I watched. I have an older brother, so I think that helps. Okay. Like growing mm-hmm. up, I watched horror movies, and I uh, am of the age where there was a weird era where like children's movies were horrifying, and you had like yes. Return to Oz and Labyrinth and like really horrifying crap like that. And then I was a teenager during like the horror renaissance of the '90s. So like Scream, I saw Scream on opening night in the theater with like my girlfriends. Um, and I, to speak specifically to D Blue C, I was started watching. I was I suggested it because I thought I hadn't seen it. And then about ten minutes in, I was like, I've seen this movie. I, think I saw it in the theater. <laughs> like, like I just had forgotten. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I watch I watch a lot of horror movies. Um, maybe less during the pandemic because mm. it's mm. you know I've I've been drawn more to comedies during the pandemic. Yeah. But I do sure. love horror movies and. Uh, I like all kinds, all kinds, horror comedy, sci-fi stuff, shark crap. I don't know. <laughs> have, you, have you ever, yeah. has there ever been one that's been like traumatizing or you've been like, that was too far? Most, all most of them. Of them. <laughs> uh, well, when I was a kid, it was Return to Oz. That one really, really scared me. I will say, um, I didn't like, Human Centipede really bothered me. Oh. I, I could not handle it. It was... And this is so wild. I went on a first date to see Human Centipede. <laughs> no way. What? <laughs> and I left and I was so horrified. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I was trying to be cool. It was a, it was a, it was a huge mistake. That one. I, there's been definitely been a lot that have that have traumatized me because I'll go see a lot of indie ones and they're not yeah. vetted. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's some that go a little much to go too go far further than I would like them to. Yeah. We had a guest on this podcast who had a really funny story about human centipede. And I can't remember all of the details, he's in, but he's in the poster. The he's poster. not in the movie. He, but his, he's the like 
face on the glass with his hands up. He just did like a photo shoot. Yeah. He didn't know what the photo shoot was for. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> That's what makes the story so crazy. So he's in the ass to mouth movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's the poster boy. He's oh my the God. poster boy. He's the poster boy. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so once you restarted watching this movie, were you like, oh, I, sh- I should not have picked this or, oh, no, this this is good. <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It Great. is a so it came up the other day. I was talking to someone about sequels, and um, they were saying that that Deep Blue Sea three is a great movie, and I was oh, like, interesting. I can't believe this. So I was like, well, I was like, maybe I'll watch all one, two, and then obviously, obviously, you can't jump into three. Sure. Be no, you can't start with three. So. This was why I brought it up to y'all because I thought it might be a good way for me to jumpstart this Deep Blue Sea mm, revisit. Perfect. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, once I started it, I was like, "This is this is going to be a great this a movie." Good, this, I, a good, this was a good decision. It's 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 peak like great pre. Okay, so like obviously we have the shark era of like the you know. Uh, uh, what is that? Sharknado? Sharknado. Sharknado. I always call it Shark Tornado. What a- <laughs> you know, the Shark Tornado. Name it. Shark Tornado. <laughs> yeah, Sharknado and Shark to Puss and all those, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Uh, uh, those ones. So this is, like, pre that. Mm-hmm. And I, like, appreciate this still takes sharks seriously. You know, Dead. like, it's not throwing them into a tornado and, like, shooting them at people. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not Ghost Shark. I don't know if you've caught that one, which is where a ghost is a... Haven't I seen I would it. say don't... Don't worry about it. You don't need to see it. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, it's like a, that's like a shark can appear anywhere where there's water and it literally like oh jumps God. out of a slip and slide. Oh my God, but like so like oh. sharks got dumb and this was like, oh, sharks are pretty scary. Like mm-hmm. that and I appreciated the um the fear factor put into this one. Yeah. Emily, why don't you tell us a little bit about your personal fear of sharks? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't even know. I honestly don't know why I'm so scared of them or, or if I can place it at a specific moment. But but honestly, the second Brie, you said sharks can be anywhere there's water, I was like, oh my God, that's terrifying. Like I used to I used to be so scared. I would psych myself out when I'd be in a swimming pool and I knew they weren't there weren't sharks in it. But I would I would be like, mm-hmm. what if there were a shark in the deep end? And then I would like swim so 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 fast the shallow end, like as quickly as I could. Uh-huh. Um I I wish there had been like well, I, I don't wish there had been a traumatic experience, but I, I wish I could like point to a thing and say like this is why this is why I'm scared of sharks. Um, I I think I just I grew up in South Florida, so I grew up going to the beach a lot, and like it just felt like they could be there, and I I just they're pr- very present in I your life. Really, I really I like can't look at them. I like, don't want to look at pictures of them. And as I've gotten older, Sammy, you love sharks. My boyfriend loves sharks. I'm growing to respect them. As you've got to respect as, them. You've got to respect them. They're incredible I don't, creatures. I don't hate sharks. <laughs> I am scared of them, and I don't ever want to look at them. You know what really got me? In the first Planet Earth. There's this. Oh, there's a scene. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know it. <laughs> the Great White jumps out of the water yeah, to get yeah. oh, like a seal or something. I don't know what it gets, but oh, I. That it like makes me want to cry. Just I was gonna say we're lo- we're losing her in this yeah, I, description. I see it. I see her putting herself <laughs> back at yeah, this I, moment. I need to not. I'm excited. <laughs> I am excited to, to hear about this one because I, it'll be interesting. Will it be just as hard to hear about? I don't know. Probably is the answer. But um, we've yeah. I mean, obviously, put off doing a shark movie for this long because 
Not really? not it's consciously not because yeah. of Emily's fear, but maybe you were kind of guiding us away from shark I movies. <laughs> I might have been guiding us. But I think I think like you're right. Like shark movies where the the enemy is a, is a, a real shark and it's like treating it realistically. The enemy. <laughs> the enemy. Um, what else would you call it? The... I don't know. I just think of a wearing like a gun holster or something. <laughs> uh, the villain? I don't know. The villain. Um, they. I don't feel like there have been very many like good ones lately that we would even cover. There was that Blake Lively one, right? Which is like, yeah, people liked The Shallows. Yep, that's yeah. the Blake Lively one. It's good. <sighs> I liked it. 47 meters down. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. one that I've seen the, the picture of. Yeah. And, um, oh, I, well, open water. I guess that was a long time ago, though. Yeah. Open oh, water. yeah. Open water. Ooh. That's good. Ugh. I'm more scared of just being in open water in general. I, water Same. in the ocean is so scary. Yeah. I've never seen open water, and I don't know if I will ever see it. Mm. It's too scary. It's so scary. Water is terrifying one of the scariest things honestly even the parts in this movie where it's just water flooding into hallways is i mean so stressful so scary yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god how? there doesn't water? need to be a shark water is scary enough flooding into hallways now i'm i'm curious what how what is the what are the mechanics of this sharks and hallways <laughs> i'm gonna have to find out <laughs> Hey everyone, it's cocktail hour. This week we'll be drinking the very aptly named Deep Blue Sea Martini while we enjoy this film. In order to make this drink, you will need two ounces of vodka, three quarters of an ounce blue curacao, half an ounce sour mix, and half an ounce pineapple juice. In order to make it, just gather the ingredients and in a cocktail shaker, fill it with ice, pour the vodka, blue curacao, sweet and sour mix, and pineapple juice. Shake well and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. It will be a beautiful blue color. Okay, enjoy! A little bit of trivia. Um, I'll, I'll not do too much, but I'll tell you our favorite things. The budget was uh, somewhere between 60 and 80 million. Mm. It made 165 million uh it and i just liked this it's rated r for graphic shark attacks <laughs> oh god <laughs> um thomas jane is one of the stars of this film and he shot some stuff with actual sharks and he was very very scared of sharks and they made him basically like free swim with the sharks <laughs> it looked really scary. I, there's if you go on YouTube. Emily, you can, so horrified. Emily looks really, really upset. upset. <laughs> if you go on YouTube, you can Google or uh, search for making of Deep Blue Sea, and there's some good behind the scenes videos of this that I spent uh, my afternoon watching. <laughs> um, and they made him film all this stuff at the end of the shoot. The implication being. He could die. <laughs> he could be eaten <laughs> by sharks. And the person that's like leading it in these videos is so like not making it seem less scary. He's like, these are wild animals. They could rip you apart. Their teeth are razor sharp. <laughs> like he's like making it seem way scarier than I feel like. Oh, you man. Okay, Thomas Jane, jump in. Okay, here you go. Um, And there was mm. just one quote from Samuel L. Jackson, where he says, working in the water so much wasn't just unpleasant. It actually led to an accident that made it into the film. At one point, three tons of water got thrown on us by accident. 
We got swept towards cargo bays and everyone thought we were going to drown. People were tumbling around this metal grating. We scrambled up and kept acting, but everyone was kind of upset because they had hit us full on with three tons of water. That wasn't supposed to happen. And we didn't have safety harnesses on and we were flailing around. But I thought it was pretty funny when I saw it in the final film. I thought, oh, they kept that. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you, I mean, you got to use it. If, if you already did the it. The most yeah. realistic looking yeah. take. But three tons of water being thrown on someone by accident sounds pretty bad. I like how pretty that bad. happened. And he says they just kept acting like they just acted through it. <laughs> I mean, he's got to commit. Yeah, you commit. He, he's a pro. He's a pro. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, a pro. Of course. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, so. But I guess also just that they built like pretty impressive animatronic sharks for this. Mm. The, a lot of the sharks that we will see in the trailer are uh, some some are real from their shoot after the uh, after the main shoot, and some are animatronic ones that they built, and some are CGI. But the animatronic ones are really quite impressive. I thought they look great. Yeah, yeah they, they look, look really great. Good. The CGI is lacking, but also yeah. y- the year. It's I mean, yeah, it's the 90s. What, what can you do? Yeah. yeah. It's also kind of more fun when the CGI is bad in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's one shot yeah. that's very funny. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a couple that didn't really work. But but for the most part, I thought the sharks looked really good. Oh, God. OK. And with that said, let's watch this trailer. <laughs> let's do uh. it. Tell me, Mr. Franklin. Have you ever known anyone with Alzheimer's? No. What if you could end all that suffering with a single pill? Give me till Monday morning, 48 hours. I'll give you results that'll skyrocket your stock price. In the most advanced research facility in the world. Wow. Beneath its glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. A team of specialists is working against the clock. Did someone order the fish? On an experiment to benefit mankind. Sharks never show any loss of brain activity as they age. We're this close to the reactivation of human brain cells. But before they can save millions of lives... Tell me I didn't see that. They recognize that gun. It's impossible. Sharks do not swim backwards. They can't. They'll have to find a way to save their own. Just what the hell did you do to those sharks? Did you feel something? Jim and I use gene therapies to increase their brain mass. What is that? As a side effect, the sharks got smarter. Somebody, please, tell me what that is. DeepBlueSea.net. This is 1999. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, what a very fun premise, though. We made the sharks too smart. <laughs> yes, it's so good. 
It's one of those like uh uh it's very Jurassic Park type mm-hmm. premise. Although they don't reveal that until a a ways in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They were like, we're just experimenting over here. And then at some point they're like, okay, fine. Fine. We were making them super smart. We made them really <laughs> smart. Now they're chasing us. Fine. Yeah, that's it. yeah, it's like a reveal, which I thought was pretty good. I, it was pretty effective for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I, have, I have seen this movie many, many times. I feel like this was maybe my sixth or seventh viewing. Wow. I, I really was into this movie for a while. <laughs> really? Wait, at what stage of life were you watching probably this movie? Probably in high bunch? school, I think. I I don't I don't think that I saw it in theaters because I would have been ten, I guess, but definitely a little later. Wow. It's it the thing that I love about it the most is the nineties aesthetic that really comes out in so many ways. All the outfits Samuel L. Jackson, so young. <laughs> so young. So young. I I mean, I just can't wait. I f- just can't freaking wait. Let's freaking do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive in. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. And they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website. And put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary. For a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, okay, so what you need to know is there's a cold open in this movie that is quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's uh, some 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 people who look like they would be in The Bachelor. So hotties <laughs> mm-hmm. who are on a boat 
that also I feel like they have these boats on The Bachelor, which is probably why it reminded me. <laughs> yeah, of that. yeah, yeah. But you know these boats that are like they're very cool. It was in the trailer, but it's like they have like netting or something you people lay on. Yeah, it's you like know, two sides. Called? I don't know. I don't know what they're called either. Oh, but is it's it a like, catamaran? That sounds right. I think it's a catamaran. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've only seen those in The Bachelor. It does sound like a kind of thing they would do in The Bachelor. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's like a sexy place. Like you a lay sexy on it, boat. The water's under you. Yeah, like a yeah. sexy hammock boat. Yeah, a catamaran. Yeah, it starts on a scene like that, mm-hmm. and the people are partying, and they like are wearing like kind of '90s swimsuits, mm-hmm. and they're they're like dancing to music. Like one girl just starts dancing. Like you imagine, you can picture what this scene Perfectly. is, right? Um, and then a shark literally rips through the bottom of the boat. It is horrifying. It is horrifying. I mean, we knew it was coming. It's the movie's called Deep Blue Sea. Oh my god, I am sitting in my window and there's a man changing pants outside of my window right oh, now. No. In the road. Outside in he, the street. A, this is the this is the horror movie. Oh, should god. Record this? oh my god, wait, what? It's cold today too. Wait, is he he's just taking the pants off and putting on new pants? Like like yeah. is it was he in a workout pant before and now he's getting into a into- It looks like he put in put on a workout pants. He he, he put on a workout, workout Pants. He went outside in regular pants, put regular on pants, a workout, pants. workout pants, switched shoes, and now, oh, and he just pulled tennis balls out of the back of his car. This is very oh, interesting. Oh, he's going to play tennis. Is there a tennis court nearby? Yeah, actually, there is. Okay. But not that close. Like, like several blocks. I mean, it's far. <laughs> oh, but he does look like maybe, no, he's driving. Why would you not just do that in your car? Okay, sorry. Do it in your car. And then, okay, the shark bursts through the bottom of this catamaran. People are freaked out, about to get eaten. And then... Thomas Jane shoots shoots them with a what do you call that gun? It's like a so spear, a, 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 like a some sort like of a harpoon. Harpoon, Har- harpoon. Oh, yeah, harpoon. Harpoon. <laughs> harpoon. And like he has a real hero moment. Like it's a very good opening because mm-hmm. because the, then he's like standing there and he's very sexy. I I only think of Thomas Jane from like now, who is an attractive man, but he was like a he's very a hot. Dream, he's very hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and he's like saving the day, and he like he doesn't say anything; he just sharpoons this thing, and then it like cuts. It's great. It's a really great opening. Um, do you have anything to add to that? Nope, Sammy. Nope, that's great. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> so, what you find out is that that is a test shark. So, you know, you, you saw that in the trailer. These are all like test sharks, right? And it got loose somehow. And Samuel L. Jackson is really pissed about it because he owns this company that's testing on the sharks or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to shut it down or whatever. But then you find out that they're testing on them to like um, end Alzheimer's. And this very attractive woman who you also saw in the trailer very um, is like, look, Samuel Jackson. I don't know his name in the movie. Give us one more shot. Like we got to we, we, we're, we're working on something really important. Come see the, the, the base mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's the start of our movie. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Yep. OK, great. So then you go, and this is when you start seeing all the cool sharks. And, like, what you find out is Thomas Jane, he's, like, a guy who, like, swims with sharks for fun. You're like, he's, like, you know, he's a real wild card. Like, he, like, he, like, right when Samuel Jackson gets there, he, like, jumps in the water. And he's, like, holding on to the fin or whatever. And Samuel Jackson is the kind of guy who wears, like, white pants to a shark base. Mm-hmm. And, like, why would you wear this outfit? He looks like he's, like, someone dressed him in, like, it's, like, a very, like, summer, like, His Easter vest. Yeah, yeah, he straight up is wearing his Eastern vest and like somewhat futuristic glasses. Great. But like, we don't know why. Um, But it's great. The setup is great. Um, uh, And then, so basically, you get there and you get to see this whole place. What was the name of the facility? Aquatica. 
Thank you. Aquatica. <laughs> and so it's this like floating facility where they test on sharks. And you meet all the people. You meet LL Cool J. He has a bird. Uh, you meet Michael Rappaport, who I guess is, he's like a nerd or something. I don't it's really. like the engineer tech guy. He like, yeah. he seems to know a lot about like the structure of the, of the facility. It's like a floating yeah. facility. Mm-hmm. My nightmare mm-hmm. place. I would never go to this place. It's like under the. In the ocean, under the water. No, no. Well, yeah, it's, no. It's, it's like, yeah, so part of it is above the water. And then there's like many, many layers below. Like it, they take an elevator and it goes way down. Like, why would you build it like this? We don't know. But that was what the choice was for this particular facility. You can tell where things are going. Yeah. Um. So like to skip forward, they like throw a party for, oh, that lady's name is Susan. Susan, yeah. She's like the main yeah. doctor kind of spearheading everything. It's, so you can tell mm-hmm. this is her like passion project and then and then there's just like kind of a crew it's kind of like the the old ragtag crew yeah Mm -hmm. it's like a spaceship or like any kind of vessel movie to at at all you've got your crew you've got your crew you've got your bird guy well most of the crew leaves for the weekend they a lot of them take off on this boat and you have like the skeleton crew which is yeah like bird guy michael rapaport um uh, another lady and like another dude, like it's like, and another dude is like a really famous actor. I can't think of it. He's a Skarsgård, uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, oh. he's like he's like yeah. the other lead scientist. His name is Jim. Okay, yeah. so we've got two scientists, an engineer, a shark expert. Is that who Tom? He's uh, the shark shark wrangler. Is what the oh, shark yeah. wrangler? He's like a criminal. He used to be a criminal or something. <laughs> like he's that. Yeah. Like he's the wild card. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. He's a real loose cannon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shark guy. Got um, it. But he's hot as hell, and you really wanted to get together with Susan, and you're They're like, why so are hot. these two? Why are these two not making out? Why? What is? Where is the sex? No sex in this movie. Not. Not. A, not, not a bit. No. <laughs> Interesting. The closest you get is the bachelor people. At the end. Okay. They're not really the bachelor. I'm gonna, people are going to get confused. They're just hot people. <laughs> Emily, you've told me before how whenever you open a bottle of wine, you feel immense pressure to drink the entire bottle that evening. I do. And that is, if you can believe it, a lot of wine for one lady to have. And sometimes you, I just want to have like a glass of wine on a Tuesday but then it's like, what, am I going to drink this whole bottle or or waste this good wine? It's such a problem. Yeah, it's like a choice between a horrible hangover <laughs> and a waste of wine. Both really bad choices. Yeah, you can't win there. That's why we are so excited to have discovered usual wines. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single-serve format and bottle design, Usual is always fresh. No more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white called Brut. They also have Usual Spritz, a low-alcohol, 8.5% ABV, low-calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice, like White Claw for grown-ups. Each serving has 83 calories. We ordered a variety pack and it came super fast and I was very excited to try these and they did not disappoint. Um, Emily, what did you think? What was your favorite? Well, my first thought is the packaging is gorgeous. The bottles are so cool. I'm going to save every single one of them, turn them into vases. And I really enjoyed the red blend. I love a red blend. Such lovely, light, easy drinking, end of the day wine. That's exactly what I want when I want one glass. And I was really pleased. I really loved the sparkling white, and that's like a perfect one to come in this size, too. Oh, yeah, because it's going to go bad if you open a bottle of sparkling. But this sparkling white was the perfect size. It was very smooth. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was delicious. 
So go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use the discount code TOOSCARY for $8 off your first order. And try your first glass on us. Usual Wines. Wines for the modern drinker. Oh, we do find out some facts that I felt like were important, so I wrote these down mm-hmm. um, in this at Susan's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. It's um, sharks are the oldest creatures on the planet. I don't feel like that's it's not true. true. I looked it up. It's not true. <gasps> okay. But they what are hell? they are like four hundred million. Uh, they're four hundred million years old. The oldest things on the planet are just like a uh, bacteria. It's yeah, less exciting like, and like jellyfish. Um, but oh yeah. In in general, I mean sharks. Alligators and turtles, they're up there for sure. But I was, they're not I was the old. I feel like I thought alligators were maybe one of, but they're probably right up there. Also, they said sharks can't get cancer, which also is not true, mm-hmm. oh. but it is mostly true. Mm-hmm. Okay, they right. I, yeah. I looked that up because I was very, I was very shocked by that yeah. revelation. And then they like start testing and stuff. Um, oh, okay. Here's the next like scary thing that happens. They are like testing on them, and Thomas Jane, he's the guy who like gets in the water with the sharks. And the sharks like try to attack him underwater, and it's and and you find out they're synchronized. Like the two sharks, like kind of like team up and try to attack him at the same time. And am I right, Sammy? They turn off the lights. The sharks turn yeah, off the lights somehow. Yeah. So yeah. there's this like underwater underwater tunnel thing that Thomas yeah. Jane is like swimming through like in a his little. Tunnel. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little yeah. chain link. I mean, I'm sure it's strong. It's strong metal, but. Uh, he's swimming there in his scuba gear and yeah, then the lights go off or f- yeah, first you see the sharks come up on either side of the tunnel. So it's as if they're teaming up to hunt him. He tur- mm-hmm. pulls a gun on them and they both mm-hmm. swim backwards away and the whole crew is in the, um, the wet lab, yeah. uh, which is that, you know, in these underwater little science stations where they have a pool that somehow defies all i mean it's it 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 makes sense and something happens later that i was really happy to see because these pools always blow my fucking mind that there can be a pool we've talked about these pools underwater but they said it's because they have it um it's pressurized in a certain way pressurized yeah yeah um but it just looks it's like it should be impossible but so they're all watching from in that room and then samuel jackson's like did i just see that they just recognized a gun and the mm. other, well, there's like one other scientist woman, and she's like, "They sharks can't swim backwards. This that doesn't make sense. This is not right." And then the lights go out, and then the cameras start going out, and you see camera number three go out by a shark coming up and smashing it. And so they have identified the cameras and the light yeah. switch, and have basically cut the power ish in this facility. And but we see Thomas Jane still going. He leaves the little enclosure to go swim out in the in the open water with them. And it's all Mm -hmm. dark now. And it's very scary. Mm -hmm. And then he tricks them. Mm -hmm. He tricks the sharks. So this is a lesson to you. If you're trying to survive a shark attack, he puts his little like underwater jetpack, whatever that scuba gear Mm -hmm. somewhere. And they. You see the shark and it's getting closer and closer and closer to the scuba gear and it grabs the scuba gear. But Thomas Jane is not attached to the scuba gear anymore. Oh. And he shoots it with the harpoon. Fake out. Harpoon? Yeah. yeah. Harpoon. It, it's, it's, some, of- it's some sort of, it harpoon. is the the harpoon and it's some sort of like sleeping dart thing that it the shark then falls down onto the little loading bay thing that then raises up and lifts into the, the, the wet the lab. Pool. 
Yeah. So what you learn there is humans are smarter than sharks. <laughs> so much smarter. Just great. Yeah. It's really good news. But then they bring this shark up into this wet lab. And I kept thinking, I realized this is a podcast for humans. <laughs> Stay with me here. Um, but if this was a podcast for sharks, mm. this would be the scariest part. Because <laughs> they are literally opening the shark's brain up. Mm. And like doing tests on it and stuff, and so it was a bummer. It was it was, it was hard to watch. I felt I felt. Like. And what, yeah. is it was it alive? They just had like darted it and they cut its brain open. They basically put this little thing like a clamp. I don't know why I'm trying to describe. I'm not going to know what words to use. For it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they're basically like p- putting a long metal pole into its brain, and with like taking out some brain tissue or brain cell. The idea being that whatever they've done to this shark brain, uh, will they'll be able to use this liquid to drop onto human brain cells and repair the neurons and whatever the degenerative things that are happening with Alzheimer's to be able to repair those neurons. And this is their test that they have to like do to prove to Samuel L. Jackson, like, don't shut us down where this is working. This is really incredible, important work. So everyone's uh, yeah. ho- like very hoping, hoping that this is going to go well. Mm. Yeah. And just so you know, there's a lot of science we're saying, but it's not complicated. Like you never once are like, what? Like it kind of yeah. is like, oh, yeah, OK, I see. Yeah. There's a machine. There's like brain gook and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And it works. They like are like, oh, we're going to be able to like get rid of Alzheimer's basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that yeah, was, like, yeah like it like worked. Right it seems like it works better than anticipated. Um, mm-hmm. They all seem really excited. Stel- Samuel Jackson's excited. Yeah. Everyone's excited. Everyone's pumped. Stellan Skarsgård lights no up longer, a cigarette. <laughs> no longer worried about the freakish smarts that the shark seemed to have well, exhibited. So the shark is asleep, right? And Stellan, yeah, Stellan Skarsgård is like lights up a cigarette. He's stoked, and then the shark suddenly wakes up and bites off his arm. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Wait in. The wet lab. Wait, so the shark whose brain is like exposed to the. They just like stuck a metal rod into oh, its okay. brain. So okay. they didn't like yeah, fully yeah. cut open its head, but it's just been poked in the brain. Yeah. And yeah, yeah Stone Scar's guard kneels down, next, pats it on the head, says, We did mm-hmm. it, buddy, which is a bad idea. And Woke yeah, his ass up. It, it just goes for him, <laughs> rips his arm right off. It's very bloody. Ugh. Now, this was, I would say, the scariest part of the movie for me for some reason. I don't know why this was so scary, but so um, I may have missed some parts, but uh, they basically have to airlift him because he's his arm is gone. He's bleeding out on this middle, on Aquatica. Aquatica. <laughs> we don't know where this is. You have to get a take a helicopter to get there. And it is storming outside. Yeah. So this helicopter flies in and it's like trying to airlift him out of aquatica and he's like on oxygen and he's like bleeding out and this is the scariest part because this is like no shark and you know you're not worried about the sharks this moment you're just like worried about man versus nature Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to like airlift him up through the storm and it's like super scary and they do get him up in the air but then no no the storm is really crazy and they drop him into the shark tank. Oh, that's really funny. That's actually really ridiculous. And and not only do they drop him back down into the water, but he's still attached to the helicopter like on the on the like cord or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And so, um, uh, so not only does the shark grab him, it also pulls the helicopter down and it crashes into the base. And that's how everything starts setting <gasps> on fire. And that's how the water all starts getting into the base that you saw in it's the It's wild trailer. explosions. What a it's it crazy is. sequence of events. It's very it is, crazy. And sequence. it really is all his fault, honestly. Yeah. So part of me is like, well, maybe <laughs> don't be so close to that shark. But things also, he has the most horrific death that I've ever seen. But, <laughs> really uh, but, oh, oh, and let's just go. Let's just go right back to the sharks. This is a. If you were a shark watching this, this would be this would be your champion. Your hero moment. <laughs> yeah. This is your moment. This is when you're like, oh, thank God. This movie's gonna end well. This is your Tom Jane with the harpoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's like we're only halfway through the, the shark for the shark, this is your end. If you're a shark listener, um, turn it off now. Turn it off. <laughs> this is, it is off. the end of your movie. Because the shark does this horrifying thing where it like has him in his selling scars guard in his mouth. And it is, and he's still like on this, you know, one of those stretcher like thing. Uh, stretcher like a metal yeah. stretcher, like, and he's underwater, so he's drowning. And the and there and the shark is just like running around with him in his mouth, and they're still in the the wet lab. And there's this giant window, and the shark just slams Stellan Skarsgård into the giant window, and Stellan Skarsgård's like, ooh, and like he's <laughs> bleeding out, and he's drowning, and that's when the glass all breaks, and all the water comes into the room that they're in. So he's dead. So he's dead. Not only at that did point. they just watch their friend die horrifically, yeah. they're also about to drown. Oh my god. It's bad. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Horrifying. Wait, so that so the helicopter crashes and then the rest of Aquatica starts like blowing up too? Yeah. Everything starts to explode. There's, There's so many explosions. Oxygen tanks, places. Three gasoline tanks. Something was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit, shit exploded. Uh, it was, yeah, really intense. Um, so now they're flooded. And then, uh, so there's a lot of stuff that happens in here, but basically LL Cool J is separated from them. Yeah. And... It's like the flood, the water starts like coming in. It's a real Titanic situation. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, filmed like the ti- on the same, the same place that Titanic no! was. Mm-hmm. They got the same, uh, I guess it's not it, called a lot because water. Because water. Tank. Hard, words are so hard. Tank. A tank. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, a tank. A tank. Oh, it, it feels like that too. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so it starts flooding where he is and he's trying to find this stupid bird and at the same time all the sharks are like we're going in like this is like shark rounding each other up you know we already know they're working together so they're going into aquatica in the hallways they're coming in inside this is how they can get inside but ll cool j Um, is is looking for his bird looking for the stupid bird that's a priority right now for ll cool j he like loves it and hates it at the same time but he loves this is reminding me of the abyss too and there's the one member of the crew who loves his rat rat, who loves his rat yeah yeah you gotta have a pet when you're on a underwater (laughs) i understand Mm -hmm. going for your rat more than a bird for whatever reason i'm like well that makes sense it's a rat but this bird is a parrot, Emily. Does that change things for you? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no love for birds here on this podcast. But it says things to him like, you have a fat butt. Cute. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think it's weird to own a bird, but way weirder to bring it under well, the ocean. A bird you would think would be True. able to escape easier than a rat would also, also in this situation. True. Except that, like, they're way underwater oh, and, like, right. water is coming from everywhere. Right, right, like, right. This is, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. You are right that in theory, if he got it out, he could fly. The bird could fly away. 
Um, but in trying to find the bird, he ends up kind of back in the kitchen. Um, and he ha- and but there's sharks around. So I've skipped forward to this this part. Is, mm-hmm. is there anything else I should say in between? Sammy? No, it's I feel like just this is like it's just all, it's it's a it's a long sequence of stressful water bursting through various corridors yeah. and them kind of yeah. trying to close the corridors and seal mm-hmm. sealing themselves off. But it's not looking good. Everyone's kind of trapped. And yeah, LL Cool J is on a separate uh, floor than them. And yeah, then he gets because this of- is just like ocean water crashing through yeah. through so yeah, yeah i mean yes. there's an infinite it's amount sinking. of it yeah wait, wait, how yeah. could you how could you they got to get out they got to get up they got to get back up because they're too far down so he is like this is a scary moment because he goes like back to the kitchen um and he hides inside an oven because there's a shark after him and he's like in this oven but somehow the oven gets turned on no. so not only i feel like the shark the sh- turns it on <laughs> it might turn it on it might it's turn like it banging on. into it's like trying to break it's into like, it yeah. to get it and it hits slamming it. into the oven to eat him to try to get him these sharks are like after the people mm-hmm. um and the room is like filling with gas because the oven is on and like he's trying to get out. And El Cool J, to his credit, like is able to like climb up through like the top of the oven somehow into like another oven. He has oven. an axe and he like he oh, he right. breaks an, through anyway. to the to the top oven and then waits till the shark kind of crashes into the bottom oven and has his face kind of caught in it and jumps behind him, jumps over him to the other side of the kitchen. And then, oh, wait, one important thing that does happen right before is that when the shark comes into the kitchen, he is he has found his bird and it is balanced on a little bucket in the water. This is like, ugh, it's like waist high water, which is just the fucking I hate. It's so scary of just like you kind of walking <laughs> around and things are flo- debris floating and you can't see what's below the water. It's bad. Anyway, so he's like trying to climb up on this little um, shelving thing in the kitchen, sees the bird bounced on a bucket and reaches towards it. Reach. Come here, bird. Come here. And of course, right as he's reaching out, the shark jumps up, eats the bird. Yeah. And so then after he jumps over the shark after the oven incident he says you killed my bird and he throws a zippo lighter at it and because of the gas leak the shark is incinerated it explodes Ooh. kind of so one shark down there are three genetically modified sharks total <laughs> right so now you have two two left is that right there's three total? there's three yeah there's there's other there's, there's other sharks at the facility but they are not the test sharks they are f- to, the smart, smart sharks. They, yeah, they're not the smart ones. They're just um... <laughs> they're not the ones with the taste for human blood. Yeah, they're reg- we, regular, regular sharks that you also don't want to be swimming with. But they're yeah. they're used to be fed to the other sharks because the other sharks won't eat do anything. Sharks eat sharks. I don't. Well, they I think do. some probably do, but they're being fed tiger sharks, and I don't think any sharks eat tiger sharks. Tiger sharks are mean. These sharks are meaner. Yeah, yeah, fair. There, these sharks have. They want revenge. Yeah. They have the ability to want revenge. Yeah, they're emotional. And like, I was on Team Shark for a minute because I was like, they're like testing on them. Like this is mm. kind of it's screwed up situation until until the bird moment, and then I was like, I'm not here for you. Yeah. I'm not here with you. <laughs> no, no, no. Doing this to you. Yeah, yeah, that was rude. So up next is the scene that I feel like the movie is known for. Yep. So if y'all ever want to pretend you've seen the movie, yeah, just reference this scene. Just be like exactly that. Right. 
Samuel Jackson. Oh, Deep Blue Sea but, is this part. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, Samuel Jackson before this movie was in some sort of avalanche, and he <laughs> survived. By doing, like, horrific things that he never told anyone. And it turns out it was, like, they all, all the people started hating each other. And they, human turned on human. Um, uh, and basically they killed each other to survive this avalanche. And and they're, like, trying to figure out how they're going to survive this situation. And he starts giving this speech. And it's, like, super moving. And he's, like, I would never do that again. And he's, like, mid-speech. And everyone's, like, okay, we're behind you, like, Good job, like, guy who survived an avalanche. And he's talking. And then all of a sudden, from that pool, a shark jumps up and eats him. No. In the middle of his, like, it's like, it's like the speech from Independence Day. It's like the, like, it is an intense, great speech. And the shark, literally, it's it's not great CGI, but the scene is very effective. Mm-hmm. It, and it's scary. It's not funny because it sounds funny. It's, I mean, <laughs> no, it's, sh- it's it's funny, but it's shocking. It's, sh- it's yeah. just like it's yeah. a jump. Sc- it just happens so suddenly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, it does so the thing funny. where it's like really building it. And we're zooming in to Samuel Jackson. We're like, yeah, we can do this. We just got to stick together. And then he just gets taken out, like completely oh taken God. out. The 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 like pool thing just completely fills with blood they're all so stunned nobody even really reacts i feel like they all just kind of stare wide-eyed like what the fuck it just jumped out of the water and ate him on inland on land oh that's awful oh my god it's great though but yeah that that is the famous scene so that's okay now we know it's, it's surprising it's very surprising it's very well done yeah so then a bunch of stuff happens. Like, um, oh, this is the depressor pressure section yes. moment. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? Yeah. So basically, basically at some point they decided because all of the stairways are filled with water that the only way out is down and that they have to go through this pool to swim out. Well, they're supposed to take this little submarine thing out, but the submarine is broken, smashed from all the explosions, or maybe the shark jumped out and smashed it. Who knows? It's could could be. We could just be. saw him her. I think they're all female sharks. Mm. Anyways, um, and so but Michael Rappaport is like, fuck no, I'm not fucking doing that. After the shark comes up and eats Samuel L. Jackson out of this hole they're like we're not going in there we're not swimming but they they change into wet they had changed into wetsuits like that was the plan they're abandoning this plan he's like there's an elevator shaft right here that we can open and climb up but it will depressurize the room and the main doctor susan is very against it no that's going to bring the whole uh station down this is my life's work this is my research and but I think they eventually just kind of overrule her. They're like, we're fucking doing it. And you're not my boss. We quit. We don't care. And uh, so they open it and the water shoots out of the pool like a geyser. So much water. And this is what I was just love to see. Because I was like, thank you. Because that is what <laughs> it seems like would happen. What happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really. Uh, the laws of physics really being respected in this film. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. yeah, they get into this elevator shaft, which is uh, the elevators at the top and it has exploded up there. So the top is f- all like filled with fire and there's little, little sparks flying down at them, but they just have to climb up this little ladder to get to 
the the first floor and then they can take the stairway from there to get up to the top but because they've depressurized that bottom room it's filling up with water from the bottom and the sharks burst the little they they at one point do close a little latch door and the sharks just bust it down and so they're climbing up this elevator shaft on a little ladder and water is filling up the elevator shaft below them it's all very stressful <laughs> and uh as they're and so sharks are getting in the elevator shaft? yeah so it's like you can see them kind of swirling around in the bottom they're big dark like shadows in the water and uh thomas jane says if i can open the second floor door That'll some of the water will go in there, so it'll slow down how quickly the elevator shaft fills up. Smart. Um, mm. And so he climbs down and does that and has a real close run in with the shark. Um, but he makes it. And then as he jumps back onto the ladder, they're all climbing up. The ladder falls backwards and basically is the perfect length of the width of the elevator shaft and so it stops like now it's like a bridge above the water basically but in the force of it falling one of them falls off the other female scientist i can't remember her name doesn't mm. matter she's not gonna be she's around about to for be dead. Yeah. <laughs> she's gone. She's gone. Uh, but she falls in thomas jane kind of hangs uh upside down to try to reach for her she's trying to jump up it's a little too far she can't reach it and she goes under and then she's brought up with a lot of force because she is in the jaws of the shark and uh screaming and uh they they don't they don't get her <laughs> they don't get her taken back down and again the water just fills with blood and they are all kind of they're again in shock and now because the ladder has fallen they can't cr climb up to the first floor and they can't reach the second floor either um so they're just like well we're fucked and then they hear a banging on the second floor door and we're like is it another fucking shark because they just like have been doing that just busting doors down we're gonna get one coming from above now but it's ll cool j <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I just have to say the sharks are really like they're really scary in that they like to show off the humans they're eating. Like they yeah, like yeah, to jump yeah. in the air and Wiggle like them show them off like, like <laughs> yeah, like it's like a SeaWorld situation but yeah. with like the death of the humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And um I kind of turned away for a little bit, I feel like, so I don't really know what happened for a ways, because the next thing I have written down is that Susan is in her underwear, and I can't remember why, and I don't know why. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, so uh, they, they, they make it to the second floor, and I can't totally remember either, but basically, Michael Rappaport, they kind of, they kind of split up. Michael Rappaport and uh, Thomas Jane are, tr are going back down to the wet lab because there's some sort of thing they can do that will clear the stairwells. Uh, and Michael Rappaport knows this because he's the engineer. We didn't mention it before now, I guess. But anyway, so they go down to do, to do that. And then while they're gone, 
um, Susan and LL Cool J are sitting in a in a room, and Susan is like, "I've got to go get my my research from from my room," and. <laughs> um yeah i this is actually i think was the scene i was most scared of when i first saw this movie was susan going into her room again we got that waist high water and her just kind of strutting into this room and we see a finn silently emerging from the water coming towards her as she's going towards her locker she's getting her her floppy disks <laughs> you gotta get the floppy disks yeah that's important stuff so we see this fin coming towards her and it pops up and it's a model shark that they were doing their uh. little tests on before and so she's like phew big ol' phew pushes it back in goes back to getting her floppy disks and then we see another fin coming up and she turns and looks at it. Is it the same model shark again? She realizes it's not. She, uh, it lunges at her. Lunges? What does a shark do? I guess lunging Lunge. seems like something you do yeah. when you have legs. <laughs> yeah. Hurls, hurls yeah. itself. Jump, it, jumps. It, go, it goes, yeah, it goes for her. And it's scary. For her. And she runs like through, trudges through the water. And there's all this furniture kind of floating around. She gets on a table that's like half submerged. So her like ankles are still in the water. Ooh, I just hate this shit. It's like, ooh, you're so stressed. And then, yes, eventually she gets to this little um, ledge and she climbs out. The shark's still coming for her. And she sees this little electric panel thing, like a little wire, a big wire. And she, of course, has to take off her wetsuit <laughs> has to. to grab this wire. And I think it might make sense because it's like it's so she doesn't get electrocuted. So it's like absorbing the but it's just like she's wearing like this hot, like white little bathing suit or underwear. I don't know what it is, but it's just yeah. like a very funny way to have to like get in your underwear well, i guess and... i gotta get naked well, no, it makes Whoops. sense it makes sense in the movie it's, it's it's scientific it's it's foolproof it's don't ask any questions this is, is this a sound, sound logic <laughs> and uh she she sticks the live wire thing in the shark's mouth electrocutes it but also it burns her floppy disks <laughs> somehow oh no her research her precious her research, research. And uh, so now two sharks down and one, just one left. Yeah. And then basically I have, now they're like at the top. They like get back to the top. They have mm -hmm. to like do, yeah, um, yeah. Like the outside. They eventually realize they have to swim. They, they're going to have to swim out. There's no way other out. So they have to go down to go up. They do it. They make it to the top. But it gets uh, LL Cool J. It, it's like a, got him in its mouth. Yeah. It gets him in his mouth. But, oh, we didn't tell you, he's a big Christian. Mm -hmm. And he's okay. always praying. And he has this cross. And he uses that cross. And he pokes it right in the eye of the shark. And this is when we realize that he is the hero of the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You thought it was somebody else? No. No, it's LL Cool J. Yeah. And also, yeah, from this God. Movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there is really this like God and science thing of, of their play. The scientists are playing God, and LL Cool J is like, no, no, no. You got to mm. say your prayer and carry your cross necklace. And that's the only way to survive this shark attack. 
And he's right. It's a Christian film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it turns out like the sharks are all hurting them to get them to open the gate. Is that kind of what they're it, like? They're trying to they, tell us, it says that they're trying to sink the the station so that they can swim out because the fences yeah. will go down also and then they'll be free. And so they don't care about really killing it. Well, I mean, they did seem to like killing they the people. They definitely liked it. Yeah. But their main yeah. objective is just to be out in the ocean and free. But they can't let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Susan's like, we got to kill him. She, yeah. She's like, we got to kill these sharks. Um, and then she's like, I'm going to use myself for bait. Susan says, which is such a wild idea. <laughs> and it does not work. The shark eats Susan. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the okay. scientist. Okay. That it makes eats sense. her. She dies. She dies. <laughs> I was shocked. Okay. She dies. And then Thomas Jane jumps in the water to try to save her. Because don't remember, don't forget that they wanted to have sex yeah, with each other. Yeah, he's like, no, she's so hot. He tries to save her. And then in the opening, you know, he did this shit where he was like holding on to the shark fin. And he's like so cool and hip. And he tries to do that same shit. Uh, and this hero music starts playing. And uh, and you're like, oh, this is all going to work out. And LL Cool J like gets up on some kind of rock or something. I don't know where he is. And he shoots the thing, the shark, while Thomas Jane's holding on to it. But he accidentally shoots Thomas Jane, too. Oh, no. With like a harpoon. <laughs> uh, so now it's like Thomas Jane is like attached to the shark. <gasps> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and but the problem is like just like earlier where the helicopter was like attached to the guy in the water. Now that now LL Cool J um, is kind of the, the javelin harpoon thing is attached to like this gun. So top, so LL Cool J has to do something and he blows up the shark by attaching it to a battery. And I didn't totally understand the logic. They of like that. filled the harpoon with gunpowder or something. And so it just needed to touch <sighs> this little battery. And Thomas Jane's like yelling, do it, do it. But he's attached to it. So LL Cool J is like trying to hold off because he wants uh, Thomas Jane to be able to break free and the shark goes under so LL Cool J can't see what's happening and he just does it and the shark explodes mm -hmm. so big it's like as if it was a hundred sticks of dynamite and I oh think it was gosh. only I think it was only gunpowder from two flares if I heard correctly <laughs> but it's as if it's the most gunpowder in the world yeah and it's like watermelon pieces are falling from the sky <laughs> the, the shark is in a million pieces of like gross melon it's it is wild um and then LL Cool J is like he has a lot of regret on his face and he's like I blew up my friend and he like feels really bad and you see how bad he feels but then Thomas Jane is alive <gasps> he surfaces he surfaces. He's a wild card. He just comes back. Comes back. And then right at that very moment, all the help shows up to help them. If they just waited a few minutes and she had not thrown yeah, herself well, into no, the water. I'll go, I'll go in the water. She would have survived because help shows up at that exact moment. <laughs> and then this song called Deepest Blue by LL Cool J plays, and he, which he wrote for the movie. Um, I... Oh. I, I highlighted a few of my favorite lyrics from the song. <laughs> Please. Oh, God. <laughs> because the song is so funny. It's, it's, the lyrics start as deep as bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin, which is interesting lyric. Um, I had the song stuck in my head all day long, but uh, I'll read you some of my favorite lyrics. I cause you to sink down 40,000 leagues, bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves. <laughs> 
my world's deep blue killers gotta eat too looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through other fish in the sea but barracudas ain't equal to a half human predator created by a needle jet black eyes baby they stare while you sleep when your titanic sinks i'm the one you're gonna meet nightmares of darkness my appetite is heartless even if we related you eliminated regardless <laughs> wow so this song is from the perspective of the shark the I shark is, no, is singing this song i think it's crazier than that i think it's half ll cool j because there are some lyrics that allude to it being ll cool j is the shark and he wears shark contact lenses in the video <laughs> Wow. So Al Cool J has become a shark. It's a, it's, he is a shark. It's definitely partial shark perspective. Oh my god. So funny. this line also, <laughs> killer for centuries, the gaudy of the deep. <laughs> gaudy. So is this song playing while the credits roll? Is that yeah, how it and works? the song is long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. five but he minutes. had a lot of thoughts. Yeah, it's a long I mean Wow. Um, but it's great. <laughs> wow. Everybody go listen this, to it. This was that era where there were like a lot of a rap songs that went with written for movies. Oh you know, yeah, like Adam's Family and like showing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's great. It's really in my oh, head. Oh my god. Well, Bria, thank you so much for picking this movie because I knew nothing about it beforehand, and now I can speak like an expert on it. If anyone ever asks, it's coming up in a lot of conversations. Deets. People are always, always asking. People up. are always asking. <laughs> they really want to know. <laughs> Are they like, Deep have Blue you heard that song by LL Cool J? Yeah. Deepest- oh, the one from Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Deepest bluest parentheses shark fin. You mean deepest bluest? <laughs> deepest bluest shark fin? <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad. I mean, like, here's the thing. I think as long as you, you can pretend you saw this movie as long as you can recount that Samuel L. Jackson. I agree. Scene. That's really what That's you need. Key. I agree. It's key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So have you watched two or three, number two or three yet? No, but I'd be down if you want to, Sammy. I'm with, I'd with, I'm with you all the way. I, <laughs> I'm interested. Apparently three's great. I have seen yeah, Lake Placid also, is also a trilogy. <laughs> I have seen Lake Placid. I'm not as scared of alligators. Um, two and three are not very good. <laughs> so I'm curious. I think one is very good. <laughs> I feel like it is. I don't remember. Lake Placid? Yeah. So. I don't remember it either. Um, I watched it recently. I don't think it's very good. But. Okay. All right. All right. I'll take your word for it. All right. Do we have any final thoughts on the film? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I feel just riveted by the whole thing. And Emily, are you feeling scared of sharks? Are you feeling Always. not scared of sharks? I, I'm never not. It's not, I'm never not going to be scared of sharks. But I, I made I made it through this one just fine. Yeah, you really I, did. You know, I I do think something like being in the middle of the like like. I'm picturing like feet dangling below the ocean yes. surface. That stuff is mm-hmm. that's a scarier uh, way to be with sharks. This did feel like almost Jurassic Park like in that. Yes. Yeah. Horrifying as sharks, but more like almost like adventure type movie than. Um, this is also like one that you can kind of rationalize of like, I'm not going to be in this situation of being at this, like, in the middle of the I ocean never do that. Shark yeah, like station. if you're like, and yeah, I'm never gonna do that. I'm never ever gonna do. Whereas that. Jaws is um, just like on the beach where ev- all everybody is. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're never headed to Aquatica. I'm not gonna go to Aquatica. It doesn't exist anymore. But you know, bottom <laughs> it's got, it's, they sunk it. So yeah, I don't have to worry about it. Okay, well, we usually say goodbye with an accent. I don't really. I mean, she does have an accent, but I feel like my British accent is just. I don't know what's happened to it. It's 
It's terrible. So I feel like I might play us out. I might edit in Deepest Blue. The, <laughs> deepest Blue. Yeah, yeah. Edit in that. Edit in that. Yeah, edit in Let Deepest Blue. Let us go blue. out with a bang for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Well, we could so we could say goodbye and then you could do Deepest Blue over mm-hmm. over yeah, our perfect. end credits, so to speak. You know, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, from all of us here at Too Scared and Watch. Goodbye. Goodbye. Here's Goodbye. Here's LL Cool J. Here's LL Cool J. Uh, my hat is like a shark's fin. Yeah. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin. Uh, Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin. Yeah. Blue is my hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin. Deepest blue is my hat is like a shark's fin. Man-made terror, hundred jaws of death. Uh, Battle cross my depths, I'll pause your breath. Uh, I caught you to sink down forty thousand leagues. Uh, the death with no arms or short sleeves. The world's deep blue, killers gotta eat too. Looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracudas ain't equal to a half human predator created by a needle. Jet black eyes, baby, they stand while you sleep. With no Titanic sink, I'm the one you gon' meet. Hearing terrified screams, they surround my team. All you see is trails of blood, either God won't intervene. Nightmares of darkness, my appetite is heartless. Even if we related, you eliminate it regardless. In the deep blue, underwater. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. And if you haven't already, make sure you go check out Bria's film Lucky on Shudder. She also has a podcast called Reading Glasses. So if you're a reader or if you'd like to become a better reader, check that out as well. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TSDW Podcast. Or join our Patreon at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. And you can check out our new merch... There is a link to it on our Instagram and on our website, which is TooScaryDidn'tWatch.com. And we will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye-bye.